The Island Digest is a sampling of the stories in this week's Journal of the San Juans, Islands Sounder, and Islands Weekly, which are on newsstands now. The January 17th edition is brought to you by Orcas Center. I'm Caleb Summers. Headlines from the week of January 17th, 2024. Community Water Taxi Project is Advancing. Opalco's next community solar project is in the works. Seeking beginning farmers and farmland owners. Council calls for ceasefire in the war between Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories. Plus, choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. First, from the Islands Sounder. Community Water Taxi Project is Advancing by Colleen Smith-Summers. A group of enthusiastic islanders is making positive changes in the wake of ferry service disruptions. Since August, the Community Water Taxi has been offering emergency and on-call inter-island boat service within San Juan County. It is entirely separate from Washington State Ferries and is intended to be implemented when the regular inter-island ferry has been cancelled. The group is run by Ed Andrews, Community Liaison and Public Relations, Tom Bridge, USCG Captain and Owner of Island Water Taxi, and Rupali Barge. Carrie Eskridge, Executive Director of the Orcas Chamber of Commerce, Justin Paulson, Community Advocate, and Sandy Playa, EV Land Transportation Liaison. In the long term, Community Water Taxi hopes to have a network of local captains on call to supplement WSF's schedule. Members are looking at securing funding from the county and state and are currently exploring all funding models. We are well defined in what we are planning to do. We'd like to meet the objective of getting our citizens around in the community. This is in response to WSF admitting and acknowledging there will not be new boats anytime soon, said Bridges, who is both on the committee and provides inter-island transport. Bridges' boat, based on Crane Island, currently has a three-person minimum and a six-person maximum. Exceptions are made for those needing transport to a medical appointment or a legal proceeding. During the San Juan County Fair this past August, Bridges made multiple trips to bring home more than 60 people to Lopez, Orcas, and Shaw when the Inter-Island Ferry was cancelled. The suggested donation is $40. Bridges says some riders have paid nothing, while others have paid more. Ultimately, the group's goal is to make this service a subsidized fare. Tom and Justin just testified at the House Transportation Committee budget hearing, Government moves at a certain speed that requires a little bit of patience. We are updating them and keeping the conversation going, Andrews said. It's a very complex problem. We have ideas about the solution, but it's evolving and changing. Bridges met with Senator Lovelett last week and said it was a positive conversation. She was very enthusiastic and is trying to find shortcuts to the standard process for the government and private partnership, he said. We're trying from every angle we can think of to get the government involved. Community Water Taxi has released a survey to gather more data about community needs. Based on the responses, outside research, and on-the-water work, 
The group is launching a trial-run daily water taxi service in March. To take the survey in English, visit the link based on our website, islandssounder.com. We are a community of islands, yet what's happening with WSF is breaking that community. We are a series of isolated islands now, Andrews said. We understand that a project of this nature is laden with pitfalls, but we also believe that without starting this effort, our island community connections will continue to erode. For more information and updates, visit www.facebook.com slash communitywatertaxi and www.instagram.com slash community underscore water underscore taxi or email communitywatertaxi at gmail.com. From the Journal of the San Juan Islands, Opelco's next community solar project is in the works by Isabel Ashley. Across a 19-acre plot at Douglas and Baylor Hill Roads, Orcas Power and Light Cooperative plans to install their latest community solar project on San Juan Island. The project, which was started before the COVID-19 pandemic and was subsequently delayed by the global health crisis, is currently in its permitting stages. The project is part of Community Solar. Opalco's initiative to provide affordable access to clean, alternative power and store local energy for essential services through solar panel arrays and batteries. Community members can subscribe to the project and benefit from the energy produced from the panels in the form of energy credits as a line item on their electrical bills, based on the amount of shares purchased and the total solar production each month with more produced in the summer, less in the winter. The location for San Juan Island's community solar project is a strategic one, as it will be connected to the circuit that feeds the town of Friday Harbor, Peace Island Medical Center, the SJI Fire Department, and the Friday Harbor Airport. According to Suzanne Olson, communications manager for Opelco, we're building these microgrids in order to have a small supply of local energy to keep our essential services up and running when there are outages and disruptive events on the mainland. These events are becoming more and more common with climate change impacts. In 2019, the Washington State Legislature, known as the Clean Energy Transformation Act, went into effect, mandating that Utilities must supply Washington customers with electricity that is 100% renewable or non-emitting by 2045, according to the Washington State Department of Commerce. Switching from reliance on fossil fuels to entirely renewable energy sources is no easy feat for many organizations and suppliers. They will have to spend time and resources to replace firm power plants with renewable sources such as wind and solar. As for Opalco, a majority of their energy comes from Bonneville Power Administration on the mainland through the Federal Columbia River Power System, which delivers a fuel mix that is 95% greenhouse gas-free, 83% hydropower, according to Olson. Opalco expects less reliability from their mainland provider during the decarbonization process as power suppliers focus their efforts on the switch to more renewable sources.
Even though it's challenging, Opelco is very supportive of decarbonization because it's doing the right thing for our very sensitive marine environment, said Olson. When looking at non-emitting energy alternatives for the San Juan Islands, few available technologies are effective. Wind and solar are the two main renewable resources available. The islands do not receive wind regularly enough to generate sufficient power, according to Olson, who says that solar is the most cost-effective renewable energy available at the moment. Although Opalco is exploring tidal energy, which would be generated by turbines in the water that are moved by the changing of the tides, it is a very expensive technology that requires further study in the United States before widespread adoption. The solar route has proven to be very effective and well-received by the community. When examining Opalco's first community solar project, the Decatur Island Microgrid, Located on the Decatur Island substation, the 3.6 acres of solar panels produce around 570,000 kilowatt-hours annually, with approximately 270 Opalco members who own shares of the project. According to Olson, while utilities around the country have enacted similar solar infrastructures to provide communities with solar power opportunities, it can take six months to a year to sell all of its member subscriptions, while the Decatur project sold out its memberships within one month of opening. Another important aspect of the Decatur project, and for the current Baylor Hill project, is that Opelco received grants to provide solar benefits to low-income households. There are a lot of people on the islands who can't afford to invest in the solar shares and are really struggling to make ends meet said Olson. The grant we received for the Baylor Hill project will buy $1 million of solar production credit on that project, and those credits will be moved into our member bill assistance program, said Olson. It levels the playing field and shares the benefits of solar with everyone. The monthly bill credit program, called Energy Assist, provides a monthly credit on the power bills for low-income households, offsetting the fixed charge amount on their bill. CETA requires utilities to make programs and funding available for energy assistance to low-income households, providing yet another challenge for energy providers to solve in the coming decades while Opalco has a head start. We don't want to leave anybody behind based on economics. Since we already have this program in place, we're in pretty good shape, said Olson. Opelco expects to complete the permitting process in the coming months and will move on to the design phase of the project. For more information on community solar, visit www.opelco.com save community solar or email solar at opelco.com to receive updates and be notified when the Baylor Hill project is open for member subscriptions. From the Islands Weekly, Seeking Beginning Farmers and Farmland Owners The San Juan Islands Agricultural Guild needs your help to preserve farmland and energize the food system in the San Juan Islands. We are at a critical time as both pressure from development and rising land prices threaten the viability of island agriculture. Many island farmers are retiring 
and the majority of beginning farmers and ranchers are unable to afford to purchase land. The Ag Guild and its project partners, the San Juan Islands Conservation District, San Juan Islands Food Hub, Northwest Agriculture Business Center, and WSU San Juan County Extension use a holistic approach to give beginning farmers a leg up through technical assistance, education, mentoring, and help navigating markets and connecting to farmland. This Farmers to Farmland program is funded by a USDA Beginning Farmer Rancher Development Program grant. The Farmers to Farmland program is currently seeking beginning farmers and ranchers, with less than 10 years of experience, who have or wish to create their own farm, full or part-time, to grow a cash crop, as well as landowners who are interested in leasing their land for agriculture. San Juan County faces an important challenge in self-reliance, and this is a great opportunity to build a more resilient local food system, provide healthy food to the community, and maintain the rural character of the San Juan Islands. To learn more, please visit the Farmers to Farmland website at sjiagguild.com or contact us at farmer at sjiagguild.com. The San Juan Islands Agriculture Guild is 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to fostering a vibrant, resilient, and sustainable local food system in San Juan County, Washington. In county news, Council calls for ceasefire in the war between Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories. Submitted by San Juan County. The San Juan County Council unanimously adopted a proclamation calling for an immediate and permanent ceasefire in the war between Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories during the first council meeting of the year. This proclamation echoes the voices of residents who have sent hundreds of emails to the council in the last few weeks, as well as those who gave public comment during the meeting to share their concerns. The San Juan County Council in the state of Washington does hereby proclaim its full support for conflict resolution in the war between Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories and urgently calls on the federal government to support all efforts to bring about an immediate and permanent ceasefire and lasting peace between Israel and the Palestinians, the proclamation states. The proclamation also affirms the county's commitment to upholding the Declaration of Community Values, which states, We value a vibrant, inclusive, just, and diverse community that fosters peace, mutual tolerance, and respect for each other's dignity, privacy, freedoms, and responsibilities. The public is encouraged to read the proclamation on the county's website and below. San Juan County Council Proclamation in Support of Conflict Resolution and Peace Between Israel and the Occupied Palestinian Territories Whereas the outbreak of war between Israel and the Occupied Palestinian Territories since October 7, 2023, has resulted in the loss of tens of thousands of innocent lives on both sides of the conflict, with the predominant number of them being Palestinian women and children, and rendered the region of Gaza uninhabitable according to the United Nations, 
due to the humanitarian crisis facing the civilian population, and, whereas the calls for an immediate and permanent ceasefire in this conflict are growing louder every day in local jurisdictions across the United States, including in the state of Washington and in countries across the globe, as evidenced by the vote of 153 member countries of the United Nations General Assembly on December 12, 2023, in support of a ceasefire, protection of civilians and upholding legal and humanitarian obligations. These urgent calls for a ceasefire have been heard locally by the San Juan County Council in recent weeks, in the form of hundreds of emails sent by constituents to the County Council. And, whereas the San Juan County Council recognizes that its jurisdiction does not extend to state, federal, or international affairs, and yet, as a locally elected government, the statements it makes in response to and on behalf of local constituents can elevate their calls for actions to Washington state and federal elected officials. And, Whereas the San Juan County Council governs in accordance with its Home Rule Charter, which secures the rights granted by law and the responsibilities of self-governments, and upholds the Declaration of Community Values contained in the Charter's preamble, which states that as a county, we value a vibrant, inclusive, just, and diverse community that fosters peace, mutual tolerance and respect for each other's dignity, privacy, freedoms, and responsibilities, and the values contained in the San Juan County Resolution, affirming commitment to a safe and inclusive community. Now, therefore, the San Juan County Council in the state of Washington does hereby proclaim its full support for conflict resolution in the war between Israel and occupied Palestinian territories, and urgently calls on the federal government to support all efforts to bring about an immediate and permanent ceasefire and lasting peace between Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories. The foregoing proclamation was adopted by the San Juan County Council at a regularly scheduled meeting held on January 9, 2024. And now, after a blissfully quiet week for the San Juan County Sheriff's, a single entry worthy of note from the Sheriff's log. On January 6th, on Orcas, a deputy took a report of a loud explosion in the East Sound area during the nighttime hours. The source of the explosion has not been identified. The reason I share this unique Sheriff's Log entry, is that it's not the first time there have been mysterious and anonymous explosions in the vicinity of East Sound. Last time, it was determined to have happened somewhere around Crescent Beach. My request for listeners and anyone else out there is not for information about the facts behind this story, but for a story behind this fact. There deserves to be some kind of tale conspiracy, or urban legend constructed around this mysterious nighttime booming. Let us hope that we find one. And this concludes the January 17th edition of the Island Digest. 
The Island Digest is brought to you by Orcus Center. Orcus Center is your place for fun and intrigue this winter with live concerts, performances, art openings, and more. To check out upcoming events and purchase tickets, visit orcuscenter.org. And for the month of January, be sure to check out the Orcas Island Film Festival's free Sunday screenings of movies like Memento and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Thank you for listening to the Island Digest, a small sampling of what's in your local print newspapers this week. The Journal, Sounder, and Weekly rely upon advertising, subscriptions, and donations to support our mission of high-quality community journalism. To contribute, visit our websites or email publisher Colleen Smith-Summers at csmith at soundpublishing.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and come back next week for more local news from San Juan County, Washington. I'm Caleb Summers.